Hi, I'm Peter Anthony. And I'm Steve Angel. You're listening to Men With Spirit. Join us as we explore what it means to be a modern man and to live a spirited life. Welcome to this ninth episode of Men With Spirit at Radio Karam. If you're listening to us live, you already know that you can listen to us via the Radio Karam app at 4 p.m. every Thursday. Or you can grab a podcast version of the show with or without music within a day or so. Look for the Radio Karam on your favorite podcast platform. In these episodes, we explore what it means to be a man today. We look at the issues that can prevent men from fully showing up in the relationships that matter to them most. And we delve further into the work we do in our men's weekly groups, where we encourage men to get out of their heads and into their hearts. My name is Steve Angel. I'm thrilled to be with you here again. And I'm super thrilled to have my co-host, Peter Anthony, back in the seat after having some time off last week. Hey, Peter, how are you doing? Good, mate. Very pleased to be back after my little operation, um, which I was very grateful to have. I mean, so on the waiting list, or the elective waiting list for a little while there. But um, no, really good to be back, mate, and uh, recovering well. And uh, given the way we do the program uh, via the internet, uh, um, I can uh, contribute without having to be uh, drive anywhere. So that's that's great. But great to be back with you. It's awesome to have you back, and I'm glad everything went well. Mm-hmm. Um, so, Pete, um, this week, we've got, a, we've got a big one, I think. All, all our shows are quite big, aren't they? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so this week, we're going to be talking about self-belief. You know, what do we mean by self-belief? What role does self-belief have in our lives? And more importantly, how do you build up your self-belief? And we've got a guest with us today, and in that, we'll explore the part the self believe plays when you're a man looking at transitioning careers at a later stage in your life. So strap yourselves in, it's going to be an interesting conversation to have. But before we move on and invite our guest on, Pete, I thought I'd throw to you and ask you, first of all, what is self-belief and why is it so important? Good question, Steve. Um, I'd say, just putting in some personal context in this, that self-belief is a big issue for me. Um, and I think in discussions leading up to the program, the three of us all agreed that it was an issue for all of us. So I think um, we can uh, certainly identify with this. But in, in a nutshell, um, my understanding of self-belief is that it is the belief that you are worthy of giving yourself the opportunity to grow. And if you don't take up these opportunities to grow in life, it will lead to a life of mediocrity. And with a lot of these points I'm, I'm making, I can very much relate them back to myself and I think how much time I've wasted in my life um, doing very me- mediocre things because I didn't um, didn't take up those opportunities or I've been lazy or whatever it happens to be. But in essence, if you avoid, to take, uh, avoid taking up these opportunities to grow and to stretch yourself and to confront things, um, it indicates a fear that arises from a, a lack of self-belief. And a good example of that, I suppose, is um, where you want to do something or branch out and do something quite different. But um, you're concerned about financial security, for example. 
Mm -hmm. And so therefore you hold back and say, look, I can't do this. I've got family responsibility, so I can't do this, even though you know deep down that it's going to be something that really um, is good for you and it's what you're meant to do. So I've found um, I've wasted time over life on this issue of um, avoiding opportunities because of this issue around financial security, for example. Mm-hmm. But the interesting thing, Steve, is um, the, I believe that the, the more self-belief a person has, the more worthy they will feel and, and, and worthy of meeting their own standards and not compromising simply to please, please some, someone else. And I've certainly found in my life that I've done that, where you've compromised things and just tried to please others and you, in effect, you miss an opportunity to grow. Um, having self-belief means that uh, regardless of, the, of any uncertainty of the unknown, you have a belief that you can handle change when it comes. And it's sort of this confidence in yourself or your belief in yourself that, okay, whatever's thrown at me, I can deal with this and, and, and going for it. So in many ways, um, uh, self-belief underpins a lot of the, um, the values that you and I would subscribe to, that mm-hmm. if you have a fundamental lack of um, self-belief, it, it affects a lot of other values and um, how that plays out. And, and in return, or in, in the opposite, is those other values reflect uh, or impact on your, um, uh, your self-belief. But... Um, an example of this is if you are or you have low self-belief is that you can feel that I'm not a good person Mm -hmm. and that's sort of fairly fundamental and um, but if you turn it around and accept that you are a good person that I am a good person um, but that comes from not just saying it it's about the actions you take and actually how things play out. It's one thing to be delusional, but, uh, and I certainly have been this in my life. Um, and for me, a lot of this is um, uh, work in progress, um, but your actions need to match your um, uh, what you say. So uh, if you are a good person, then show it and by your actions and, and the decisions you make. And the more that you take decisions and actions that um, uh, indicate you're a good person, the, the more that you'll grow and your and your self belief will grow. Um, and I was thinking just before about um, I, I, just a quote that I just thought up: "Give it a go, or you'll never know." And so, mm. one of the things that I've found in terms of self belief is just holding back doing something because I may fail, therefore yeah. I won't try. So this whole issue of um, giving it a go, even though you may fail, but at least you can say, I gave it a go, and hopefully you gave it the best go you could. So self-belief really underpins so much. So that's a bit of a rambling sort of um, overview of what self-belief means to me, as I understand it. What, what's your take on it, mate? Well, I've... Uh, there's been many things that I've learned about self-belief over the time, over the time, and especially in the study that we do. And one of the one of the quotes I've heard it being described as is it's like the motor that drives you through life. You know mm. that driving force, that belief within yourself that you are one worthy of what you want in your life and that you deserve it. 
Um, but an interesting thing they also learned as well is that no one can give you self-belief. Like no one can say, okay, you're going to have this. I'm going to believe in you. You still, whilst people can support you, you only you can find that self-belief, you know, and that is where I think a lot of us can struggle. And when you look at the work, say even the counseling work that I do, and even in the work that you do with, with Hahnemann and energy healing, Pete, you know, you'll know that one of the, the driving fears underneath a lack of self-belief or what drives a lack of self-belief is this really this fear of being criticized or being ridiculed. So therefore you hold yourself back from believing that you're worthy of standing up, yep. having being honest, you know, giving things a go. So there's so much in there that I think that, you know, we can definitely unpack today in this episode and, and also, you know, um, hear from our own guest as well today about how that's shaped their life. So I think it's a good time to maybe transition and, and introduce our, our guest for the episode. Um, our next guest is um, uh, Robert Edmonds and he's a local, he's the owner of a local gardening business. But at the age of 65, Rob is also going to be transitioning into a new career as a body healer. And I thought it'd be really wonderful to bring somebody on that I think a lot of people can relate in. Because one, I think it's quite inspiring that at that age that Rob's actually looking at, you know, transitioning into a new career. So, um, you know, without further ado, let's bring Rob on. Rob, welcome to the show. How are you, mate? All right, good, thank you. Good to be here. Hi, Peter. Great to have you, mate. <laughs> So I've just been listening to your views on self, um, self-belief. Yeah. And um, I can recognise a lot of that tied up in my, my work, mm. in my previous uh, landscape garden work. And um, just with the um, coming from a low, self, low self-belief from earlier in my life, um, a lot of the... Um, a lot of my the positive affirmations and acceptance come through the the work and, and accepting my quotes and all that sort of thing and uh, earning the money and doing a great job for the client all that sort yeah. of thing and so that's where I've um, my self-belief has been tied up in my work in that field that's interesting Rob because that it's it's not very uncommon for uh, the guys to I'm thinking lots of people but I'm going to say guys in this particular instance to identify their self-worth by their work and that kind of reinforcement yeah. of you know success and achievement that you have in work that that is tied to how you see yourself and therefore your self-belief in yourself mm. so you know how 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 well let's just let, let me ask a question so what has prompted you to move from gardening and landscaping into into the body work and the healing that we'll talk about a little bit later but what's prompted you to do that uh certainly with the with the uh garden and landscape work it's it's been um enjoyable along the journey i've got a lot out of it and and working physically i've always enjoyed that Mm -hmm. And I've I've been lucky enough to um, to get to my age to be able to still still be able to do it. A lot of a lot of people my age wouldn't be able to, but I've been lucky in that in that respect. But I probably should have made this move earlier in my life. Mm -hmm. um, I've left it till this point. Um, but I've always been interested in in body work and helping mm -hmm. people with their um, issues physically. Mm -hmm. So 
I've decided to, uh, me and my partner have got a, a, a healing clinic in Mornington. And um, so that's what I'm going to start focusing on, trying to transition out of the garden and landscape work into, into doing that. Good so, mm. yeah, doing, it is quite in, inspiring, Rob. Yeah, yeah so, so I've been confronted with um, having to not take on more work and actually having to knock back work and things like that. So it's really pushing my buttons as far as uh, um, being being accepted by other people and that that self acceptance and the positive affirmation by from other people. Mm. Uh, they want you. They want you to come and do their garden, yeah. and you you feel wanted. And mm -hmm. uh, so, if your self belief is caught up in all that, it's a big shock when you move away from it. You move sideways and go, "Whoa, hang on a minute, who am I now?" You know, yeah, exactly. But it, but yeah, it's, a, it, it's a gutsy move, Rob. To actually, I, I assume you you've put certain days aside that you're not going to be doing gardening work now. So you've basically said, I'm not going to accept work that goes into those couple of days. Is that the sort of thing you're doing? That, that's right, yeah. And that has a direct impact on your income. So therefore, I can understand it's, um, it's, it would be a bit um, a bit challenging uh, to make oh, that leap of faith. Yeah, certainly that comes into it. Uh, that is part of it as well. You think, oh, gee, you know, I'm not earning as much. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm not getting, not getting loved as much in, in my own... <laughs> In my own way, yeah. um, so. But it, it's taken um, a good two to three months to to really adjust myself and get my get my head around. Um, it, it's almost like I've got I'm standing on my head. You know, it's a new way of looking <laughs> at things. Yeah, and just trying to accept it. But the other thing is when when I've had clients with the um, with the body work that I do. Um, I'm finding the rewards of doing that and how I feel after after doing a session with a client. And with my garden work, it was very satisfying for me. Um, but that is sort of, I'm lacking that satisfaction now. It's coming to a point. It has got to a point where it's not actually doing the same thing for me. I'm not mm -hmm. getting the same satisfaction out of doing it. A beautiful job and, and looking back on the job and going wow isn't that amazing whether it's maintenance or, or building gardens um so that's it's, it's almost like that time has come to an end and i've got to look at um this this new it's like a nourishment for myself mm -hmm. so what, what so are you saying that the, the healing work or the body work you're doing uh, it, you get that nourishment that satisfaction yes. that that sense of achievement from doing exactly. that work and that and that far outweighs what you're doing previously. It's certainly changed completely, yeah. Yeah. And obviously that's, I've that's got great. to build that more. I've got to build that more. I'm only really just starting out with that. So mm -hmm. um so Rob, as I said, over the past two or three months, it's been a, a, a complete turning around and yeah. trying to and then go, oh, I've got to get clients now with with my body work and and, and the fear around that, how am I going to do that? And all that sort of thing. So, Rob, before we, we go into your first song, which we all love to do, which we love to do on this show, and we'll talk about it in a second. I just something that you said, you know, that you get this, um, there's a, an achievement and a sense of satisfaction that you're getting now from the body work that you're doing. Do you think that it 
was a level of acceptance that it was time to let go of the gardening is it when is that what happened and what what changed that for you to finally say you know I'm ready to let go because I I know what I I was in a job that I think I stayed there like 10 years too long um there was a lot of fear about leaving a fear about you know finances and then there's also a fear of just losing that identity that I had built over a long time but when I'd made that decision that this was going to be it I was going to move things just change. And I, I also looked at that job and went to myself, I'm not feeling satisfied here anymore. So what, what was that moment? And was it just an acceptance that, yeah, it's done and I'm ready to let it go? Well, I was helped along the way with my partner, Michelle, because um, continuing to do the garden work uh, was actually taking a physical toll on me. Mm-hmm. So that I didn't have the extra energy um, it, for my relationship. I'd, I'd be needing to recover a lot of the time after a full week's work. Yeah. So so it was almost, uh, yeah, it was time to slow down and I had to accept that. And that wasn't yeah. easy to accept either. Um, it wasn't I'm easy sure. To because of what we talked about before, the finances and, and, and the whole change. But I did, I did do that and just trusted that was the, the right thing to do and um, had to go through that whole mental and physical change, which mm. took some time. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. taken uh, taken around at least three months. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or yeah. maybe before Christmas, actually, uh, ran, uh, just after Christmas, which is three yeah. months. <laughs> <laughs> Well, well, Rob, let's get into your first song because uh, we believe that music has a huge influence on the way that we feel and connecting with our feelings. And the first song that you've chosen is Sounds, Sound of Silence by uh, Simon and Garfunkel. Why did you choose this song? It's just such a beautiful song and it just um, reminds me of the, the feeling of innocence. Of, um, it, it's like university day. The university days I never had. <laughs> Back in that time of, of, of that um, innocence of, uh, of that youth in the early 20s, uh, it's such a beautiful, beautiful song and it just uh, has, that, has that innocent emotion around it. So that's why I chose that. Hi, everybody. This is Wit from Spiderbait. When I'm passing through Karam, aside from slowing down to... 50 kilometres an hour, and reminisces about doing the Ill Race Road Rumba or the Watley Street Wiggle, I like to tune in to Radio Karen and get down with the good vibes. Welcome back. You're listening to Men With Spirit on Radio Karen. I'm Steve Angel. I'm joined here today by my co-host Peter Anthony and our guest Rob Edmonds. And Rob, Rob is telling us about how he's transitioning at the age of 65 from a career in gardening and landscaping into healing and body work. Um, Rob, before we went to hear your first song, you know, you, you actually touched on the fact that, you know, one of the, the realities and acceptances that you needed to have is that, you know, as you know, your body was, could no longer take the toll of doing the work that you were doing and you know and accepting that aging process do you want to talk a little bit more about that yes certainly um that has been a a huge thing with slowing down with doing the work um is 
it, it's like accepting of being able to look at myself and actually accept that oh gee you know maybe i actually can't do what i used to do and uh before i think i was sort of bluffing myself and uh thinking i hadn't aged at all and uh, <laughs> so so well, i just I carried on doing the work so stopping allowed me to actually see myself as i was yeah and, and to to accept myself as as an older person and that hasn't been easy it's uh um that's been um yeah very sobering and rewarding as well um but it's that's has taken time that's been part of that three months as well you know rob this um you know how we, uh, we uh, Peter and I run the Men with Spirit groups, um, and I've spoken to Pete about this before, but we've had a couple of men who are in our group who are in their 60s, and they've had a career as, as tradesmen. And, you know, this is a topic that's come up time and time again. One is the, the acceptance that they are now physically can't cope with the, the demands of their job the acceptance that they have aged you know there's there's a almost a disconnect between what the body can do and what the mind thinks it can still do it's yeah. like the mind just goes but i can still do this i'll get up every morning and i'll do what i need to do but you know you're kind of dragging your body along with it um and so we've seen that time and time again especially those guys who do have a, a job that's very physically demanding on their body but they can often get to this age in their life and have been not really thought about the future beyond that you know yeah, and i think and I, that's what you're presenting is something different Pete? yeah absolutely. and i think the the whole thing of the physical aging um and what you can and can't do is as a catalyst for change but i think the other thing that, that, that in my case i have i've never really done physical work so it's not an issue uh, in, in driving me but in my case where i've looked at it and said my i'm getting on in years and i'm older than both of you and I, um, uh, you realize that life, how much time you've got here on earth, it's getting shorter and shorter. And then you really mm -hmm. start to think, what have I done with my life? What have I achieved? Do I have a sense of um, purpose and um, a, a, a passion? Um, and do I feel satisfied and contented with what I've done? And in my case, I keep coming back to, and I've had this feeling for a long time, no, that I, I don't. So therefore, do you either continue doing something that you haven't enjoyed doing, but it gives you a financial return or whatever it happens to be? Or do you start to make some courageous decisions to change your direction in life and do things that give you um, greater contentment um, and a sense of purpose and uh, achievement? Um, in, in my case, I have changed careers over, over the, the lifetime, but I, what I tend to do is get in there and then not, uh, not really try so you end up getting a bit lazy or something so we all have our different challenges on this but the more you think about where i am in life at my age do i really want to continue doing the things i've done in the past and making the decisions i've made in the past so mm. it's um aging as a catalyst for change uh, i think it's a really important um thing to to keep in mind uh, and i think you, you've had similar experience Steve, where you know you've, you've um thought about doing things differently you're a youngster compared to me though <laughs> i am i'm the youngest here and i'm at 51 and i'm the youngest of the three of us so yeah that's saying something um look yeah exactly the same i think 
I think so the main difference is like like you, Pete, you know, I haven't had the demands of my body to to do to 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 face that reality. So I think in many ways it doesn't hit you as hard or as 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 obvious as it does, you know, when someone like in, in Rob's position or some of the other men that we've been referring to. Um, and and I think that that is a big thing for guys, you know, when they're entering, you know, their, their 50s and, you know, even late 40s, 50s. And it's like, what do I do next? Especially when identity is so attached by what they do. Yeah. And there was no real plan on what to do afterwards. It's almost like, you know, if, if I can uh, suggest like the analogy of even sports players, you know, sports players need to have a plan because their time on the field is is done at a certain time and they realize that but there's a plan in place for it at 30 or 35 they have to they have to have another career because they know they physically can't meet it but you know ordinary folk like us we don't have to do that but then we get to this critical juncture and crossroad in life and we think god what do i do now you know what do i do now i guess rob did you did you ever think about you know just retiring no, I, I didn't. I didn't think about that at all. But um, financially, I, I basically have to keep working. But really, I want to work. I, mm -hmm. I don't want to just be not working. So um, I need to. So that the healing is going to help me with part of that. Um, there may be other work that I can do also, which we maybe more involved around people yes and not a, not just not physical work but it's it's um you've really got to look at the things that are that are going to nourish you and support you um when you get to over 60 you're really looking at the next phase in your life and how you're going to go ahead with that and what's Rob, I was going to say, I'd, I'd even make uh, put that age threshold a bit lower. I was listening to a program on the radio the other day, and they were talking about ageism and uh, the people being thrown out of employment and having to look at different um, occupations going forward. And they were saying that in the large corporates, um, ageism um, and discrimination against people of age is kicking in around about 45. So um, you've got more and more people that are being forced to look at a different career what are they going to do for the rest of their life if they can't do what they've always done before it may have been a in a power station or whatever it happens to be but um but and i think it's a, a very big issue for people generally but particularly for blokes um and it's mm -hmm. kicking in sooner than it used to um this whole issue of well, uh, i'm going to have to do things differently and what and what do i really want to do going forward yeah yeah look some people are lucky and they have um they have a great passion for golf, for instance. I'm not one of those people. And they might play five days a week, and that mm. sort of fills their week. Um, I guess you've really got to look at what's what's going to nourish you as a person and help you to grow. Mm. And that's, that's what I've been looking at uh, for my own life. So as I said, it may not be just the healing, but also, also other... Um, different sort of work that I can do. I'll continue to do some of the garden work, but there's a limit to that. Yeah. I guess if we bring it back to what we were talking about at the beginning of the um, episode about self-belief, um, 
and that how we have to find it in ourselves, especially when it's low or lacking for whatever reason that may be. What do you find, Rob, that helps you? You know, when you're doubting yourself, when you're lacking that confidence, like who do you go to or what do you do to help lift that belief? Look, if I, if, if I have any um, uh, with doubts, self-belief or negative, just feeling negative, what I found mm. is fantastic is actually going, going down for a swim. And that's, uh, it's like a um, emotional cleanse. It just completely mm -hmm. cleanses you and re restarts you completely. Mm -hmm. um, so that's, I found that as that's actually a good tool to use. Um, it's going to be challenging from now on because the water's getting colder, but uh, it's still rewarding when, mm -hmm. when you do that. You make an effort to go down there and it's, it's actually rewarding because you feel so much better. You're like a new person. That works yeah. for me. Yeah. It may not work for everybody else. It might be a bike ride for other people or or walking in the bush or I don't know, or going for the coffee at their local place. Um, but these are things you've got to find of how you're going to keep yourself up and going um, in that transition period, particularly. Mm. Yeah. And do you lean upon anyone in particular or, or people? Oh, look, I'm lucky I've got Michelle and also I work with a, a wonderful guy, Sean, who um, he's 20 years younger than me, but that's certainly um, helped me look at my age uh, in my face because uh, he's doing things. He actually showed me how old I was basically when I was working with him, but he's also bringing, brought a lot of wisdom and, uh, and, and helped towards me through this period so i'm very grateful brilliant pete what about yourself what can you add to this I mean, what do you use and what what helps you well i'd have to say in, in my life a recurring theme for me has been a, a lack of self-belief so it, it is highly pertinent what i tend to do is um uh focus on the positives or if um you know that success breeds success so mm. give it a go and what I find is like like you, Rob, that when you um, when you are helping someone in in one capacity or another, there is a real buzz out of that and a sense of satisfaction. And I certainly agree with that. Yeah, when you help yeah, other and, people. Yeah, and it and it feeds um, it feeds your self belief and that energy and that passion to do more of it. So I think yeah. um, that success breeds success, and and to know that what you're doing is helping other people. Um, mm. in a positive way and you think uh, well, well that's good so the more of that you do and this is the thing I've had to fight against the way you hold yourself back because oh I could fail or whatever um, so I think focus on the positives and I, I can get dragged into the negativity of things easily enough so just keeping yourself um, focused on positives I found has been good look at your achievements um, meditation I find um, is, is really um, adds a lot in terms of um, uh, that connection and that feeling of well-being. Um, also, um, you know, using various resources, um, reading or courses or whatever it happens to be. And Rob, I know you've you've done a lot of um, personal development going back many many years, and the um, drawing on those things as a way of lifting yourself and, and giving yourself inspiration. I like to 
surround my people myself with people who are positive and and supportive and and that do challenge me i went through a phase for here um i don't know if you guys can identify with this where you are being pulled up by the people and then you you, you push back and you think i'm being picked on here or or you know um and go into self-pity and i think if you if you've got people that are with you that really care about you then then that's just a, a silly attitude to have it's it's there's a there's a um uh, a commitment or a um, an interest in your own growth but um but i found that success breeds success is the sort of thing that helps me uh, when i find i'm uh, up against it when it comes I think to it's, i think it's um certainly if you get start to get lost in your own your own stuff mm. um and feeling sorry for yourself those sorts of things that's when you've really got to push yourself out and either go and help people or um or go for a swim bike ride you've got to push through that and not allow that to um start enveloping your life yeah absolutely pushing right. against that so it's very important during that transition process to to um to do things like that that are going to help you through you can't just stop and do nothing you've got to push against things fight against those things that happen yeah hate point um Steve, I was just going to say, what what do you do in in, in situations like that? Um, you know, um, yeah, I was thinking about that as you two. I mean, very much, very similar to what you do, but I think it comes down to um, uh, taking action. I think in some ways it's just important to do something. And I and I once, and I th it actually may have come from Sean himself, Rob. I'm not sure. I can't remember. I, so much information and wisdom is is uh you know presented to me each week but it was sometimes when you feel that lack of confidence is to do something that we know we're very good at and we do that and that kind of lifts us lifts our confidence up and our belief in ourselves that we can do it especially when we're trying like you said to transition to set a new career or we're maybe moving to a new location and we have no you know we're, we're trying to redevelop uh, or redevelop uh, or create new connections or we're doing something new for the very first time it can sort of affect our confidence so when we do something that we know we're good at it kind of just lifts that confidence back up so you know doing that um uh i think sometimes too you know which i'm guilty of is i do not look at my achievements hmm. ever like I rarely do. I once heard someone say, you know, sometimes, you know, we we collect this trophy trophy cabinet, but sometimes we need to stop and have a look at that trophy cabinet and take a time to reflect and say, hey, you know what? I got through that period of time or I achieved this. So there's evidence in, in my life that I can look back at and go, you know what? I've done this. So I, I can do this. You know, it's there's like it's not like I haven't achieved or, or overcome a challenge or an obstacle in my life before. So yeah, that would be the other one. Sometimes you have to look at that trophy cabinet that you've created and just say, hey, yeah. I can do it. And an excellent also an excellent being point. able to recognize what your achievements are. Some people may not realize that they have achievements in their life, but, but being able to recognize those things may be very helpful to some people. Sure. And, and that idea of a, a gratitude journal and, and just recognizing the, the positives in your life and being grateful for them and recognize them, acknowledge or ask, them. Or ask someone who's very close to you, you know, someone that you know, you trust to say, you know, uh, to remind you because sometimes, yeah, 
especially if you're lacking a lot of self-belief in yourself, it's very unlikely that you're going to see yourself in high, high esteem. You know, you're not going to do that. Um, so it's important that you have that reflected back at you. You, you um, won't have that trophy cabinet. Uh, that's probably true i'm sure there's one or two trophies in there but it may not be an impressive cabinet no, i'm not sure at. sorry it was not, no just generally speaking I, yeah. I, not, nothing to do with you you weren't having a go at steve were you mate oh no, no i knew you weren't doing that no sorry that's i just right. didn't, didn't know <laughs> no it's all good um well actually just time for another song Let's do that, actually. Or do we want to uh, do this quote beforehand? Uh, sure. Do you want to do that? Yeah, go for yeah, it. Yeah, look, um, we were talking to some people the other day just about self-belief, and uh, it came up with a um, one of the um, quotes from the insp inspirational blog site we often reference, which is the Wisdom of Crazy Horse. And this piece of wisdom concerns self-belief and being oppressed which some may feel is relevant to this day and age. Um, so it's it's about self-belief, but it's in the context of um, a bigger picture. And I think uh, so many people I've spoken to in recent times seem to be feeling um, oppressed. So look, I'll just share this quote and, uh, and it helps to position why self-belief is so important. And the quote is, Oppression is a state of being where your life is controlled to the point that your needs are not met. This state leads to reduced feelings and a lack of happiness. Long-standing oppression leads to apathy, which is the aim of the oppressor. Therefore, the fight of the oppressed is the fight against apathy. Once one, people will find a way to overcome the oppressor. The weapon to fight apathy is self-belief, followed by a belief in your tribe. So I think that was relevant uh, for today's um, yeah. situation. <laughs> so with that, I'll be going oh. to Rob's song, which is um, Sunday morning. Rob, why did you choose this particular yeah, it's song? It's just a, a delightful uh, song. It just has the energy of a of a Sunday morning where there's no no big heavy plans or work or anything like that. It's just that very laid back, relaxed Sunday morning. Very delightful song. Good. That's just what we need, mate. Um, over to you, Marcus. Hi, my name's Paul Kennedy, and I'm a sport reporter for the ABC. And when I'm not listening to the ABC, I listen to Radio Caram. Tune in and enjoy. Welcome back. You're listening to Memory Spirit on Radio Caram. I'm Steve Angel. Um, I'm joined by my co-host, Peter Anthony, and our guest, Robert Edmonds. And we're talking lots of things, actually, today big topics about self-belief, about transitioning at, uh, careers later in life. Um, and we were just talking about, um, with Rob and with Pete, just about the importance of the of personal development, about the 
constantly striving to improve yourself and, and, and the need for doing that, especially as we get older in life, we need to find purpose and meaning in our life. Um, Rob, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw to you because I, I know Pete made mention of this and I know we've spoken about this in the past as well, but you've been doing a lot of personal development and it's been in the field of obviously, you know, personal professional development, but also in spiritual development. What draws you to this kind of work? Why do you like doing it? Gee, I guess, I, I guess um, growing up, there are always questions uh, about why I'm here, why am I here, and how does life work? Um, they're always, always questioning in my mind. Um, so that led me to um, to different um, different places to do with uh, spiritual and personal growth. Um, yeah. So, and depending on on how I was at the time, of course, you, you uh, I was very uh, very lost person early on in my life, and um, incredibly uh, probably very fearful as well, mm -hmm. and seeking answers to to life, things like that. So, I was very fortunate to to come across some different groups that I got involved with, which which helped me to understand and. Um, uh feel a better sense of self mm -hmm. in in me um but certainly but i got to uh get all my questions answered uh through pearl and ian rogers with with uh there there was a workshop on understanding the spiritual world mm -hmm. which was absolutely fabulous for me it just answered every question i needed and uh so that was the start of um, the start of my my journey for the last ten years, um, and through that um, through that, I also got involved with learning the this modality called concomitant healing, mm -hmm. which uh, which is what I practice in the clinic. And Want to share a bit more about that? Sure, concomitant is um, is about using pressure. On different points throughout it's not like acupressure but similar similar pressure but it's using uh, pressure at different points throughout your body and it's actually releasing the energy um, in your body in different blockages going going through right through your body arms legs uh, head all these different blockages and following the path of all these different points and the um, it lasts for about half an hour, mm -hmm. and uh, it's incredibly effective at uh, releasing all mm -hmm. um, physical ailments that people have. That being able to help them with that, so that's what I um, enjoy doing. What, what about it do you enjoy? What what gives you the joy in doing this work? Well, look, the act, the feeling of actually being being lost in that work. And the feeling of pleasure it gives me, uh, as I said, the sense of fulfilment mm -hmm. uh, by doing this. Um, so that's the side in the clinic that I mainly focus on. My mm -hmm. partner, Michelle, uh, she's more focused on emotional healing, which is Hanuman healing. Yeah. So that's the little clinic we have at the top of Main Street in Mornington. 
and what's the name of the clinic? It's called Synchronicity Natural Healing. It's right. just up, up there opposite Caltex. Rob, just, you know, with all the work that you've done, if you were to reflect back, you know, 10 years ago and to where you are now, how do you think it's helped you? You know? Uh, it's been a big change in myself for sure. Um, certainly uh, more, it's funny the word self-acceptance, I guess, with more self-acceptance, um, being more loving, mm -hmm. uh, not as angry. Yeah. Not that I'm a, an angry person, but uh, um, through through fear and stress, uh, I used to get angry, um, and that's still there. But that's uh, that's easily manageable for me now. Um, so yeah, so that's been big changes yeah, for me. They're, they're massive changes, actually. You know, let's not not underestimate them they're, they're big things that can send people off track you know and, and mm. remain in that state for a long time and like yeah. you said we're all a work in progress you know no one's going to get this a hundred percent right but i think pre absolutely. previous to that previous to that uh, there was just a lot of a lot of fear and not knowing myself well enough mm -hmm. and um but the last 10 years has, has given me the opportunity to to know and understand myself much more by doing the, the work that I've been doing, the, the spiritual work that I've been involved with through yeah. Ian and Pearl Rogers, yeah. Brilliant. Pete, you've got anything to add or anything to share in your experience with personal development and just even, you know, the work on, you know, self-acceptance? and Yeah, I think, um, I think many of us have been on this sort of journey of um, self-discovery or whatever for, for many years. We try different, it's interesting, um, the different if, if you've got this knowing that you want to grow or there's something you know there's more out there and yeah. uh, and i know some of the courses that rob did many years ago i've done the same sort of things and you go and have readings and all sorts of things you explore but it's it's sort of this quest for well there's i know there's something more but what is it and you keep searching and searching and searching but i think um uh there is that desire to to grow and um just got to keep at it and um, not not give up and um, one success will lead to the next one so um, I think for people that are that are discontented with their life reach out for different options and see what's out there that may resonate with you I mean so not all these different um, solutions may not suit everyone so it's a matter of checking them out and see what resonates with you and what doesn't I think I think it's yeah I, I I totally agree and I think it's interesting I've gone back to one of the points that you actually raised the definition of self belief that you raised very early on in this episode and I think it ties nicely and really wraps things up and that is the belief that you are worthy of giving yourself the opportunity to grow and and I think that that really summarizes everything you know and, and you know through Rob's story we've seen that in action but really that's the message you are worthy of giving mm. yourself this opportunity so find it whatever works for you just just do it and it is about you know you're never too old to do this you're never too old so um that i think is a takeaway message that i'd like to leave everyone with today so 
we're going to uh, we're going to start to wrap things up but you don't go anywhere rob we've loved having you but you've got one more song that you're going to share with us before we uh we head off but um pete do you want to start wrapping the show up for us yeah just uh, thanks steve but uh, look if anyone's interested in finding out about our men with spirit groups uh, you can contact us via the uh, facebook page which is at men with spirit or you can email us at connect at menwithspirit.com.au. Um, and we're certainly open to any suggestions people have got about topics they particularly want to uh, hear discussed on our little radio program. Uh, you can also call us on 0390160411. And um, we'd just like to leave you, uh, well, before we wrap up, but just leave you this further short quote from the Wisdom of Crazy Horse blog, which is on character. And the quote is, character is built on the back of less self-importance and more self-belief. Steve, back, back to you, mate. Awesome. Well, we'll finish up this episode with another song chosen by Rob, this time it's a Doug Parkinson song, um, the, the Sun Ain't Gonna Shine. Rob, what is it about this song for you? Okay, well, originally it was going to be Dear Prudence, such a beautiful, beautifully sung by Doug Parkinson back in the, I, I think it was back in the 60s when he first sung it. Um, but we weren't able to do that. So it's another one of his songs, The Sun Ain't Gonna Shine Anymore. His voice is just amazing, and uh, it's just blew me away when I first heard him sing um, "Dear Prudence." Actually, but this this is another song of his, which uh, which is just wonderful. Thank you, and thanks again. We've actually loved having you on the yep. on the show today. Thanks, Steve. thanks for being such great, Steve. honesty. Thanks, yeah, it's great. All right. So as always, thank you to Marcus who does the behind the scenes behind the scenes magic for us, which this program would not be possible without. Thank you, Marcus. Up next on Radio Karam is the back room. We hope you've enjoyed the show today. Thanks for being with us. And just one final thing, Steve. If people are trying to tune in next Thursday, they won't hear us because Marcus and the rest of us are having a week off. So it'll be two weeks from today will be the next live program excellent yes so a happy easter to you all in advance and so until next time be true to yourself